0: Storms swirl, the sea rises, an inconvenient truth becomes apparent, tough times are ahead. Yeah, the Rolling Stones say we're between a rock and a hard place. This is tough times. With Lou Young, I'm Lou Young. Uh, with me is uh, George Petanovic in the studio here. Hi, hey, George. Lou. Hey, Lou. And Kevin Thomas behind the board.
1: How's it going? Uh, everything's
0: going well. Uh, everything's going well. You know, I'm always a little down. You know, we gotta we gotta get things uh, cranked up. I mean, we're talking about uh, climate change, and uh, just yesterday, I'm talking to a guy named Joe. Uh, in uh, in the town where I live, and he says, ah, it depends on who you talk to, climate change, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'm like, really? You can't see it? You can't see it around you? I mean, is, he, is it apparent to you?
2: It's apparent to me.
0: Uh, how about you? Well, George, I know it's apparent no, to you. Very you know.
2: apparent, yeah. Yeah,
0: and we're talking about uh, uh, things that will uh, happen within the lifetime of people who are alive today, but, you know, the cranky old farts sitting around uh, smoking cigars that I was with uh, yesterday, uh, you know, they'll be dead, so they'll, they insist on not dealing with it, you know, so uh, anyway, that's, that's, that's my, that's my thing. So uh, what do we do here? Um, I'm going to tell you this, if You if you want to call in, um, please do, uh, 845-429-1700, uh, and um, someone will answer the phone uh, if it's um, April 16th right <laughs> yes if you're li- if today's not april 16th you're listening to a recording so don't bother calling but uh, but ca- uh, call in and, and and chat with us if you like because <laughs> we're gonna um we're gonna be talking about a lot of stuff today and uh, I, th- I think i you know i think i gotta play music uh, a little music right at the top here uh, mm. uh, 50 years ago uh, we we got um uh, earth day coming up right and, uh, well, today's Earth Day, 2022, which is what what, what anniversary of Earth Day is this, George? You know? um,
2: it's not the 50th. It's the 40th. No, oh, uh, oh, oh 40 it's 50? way
0: after that. Uh, yeah, it was 1970, right? 70. Okay, so uh, we, hello. years. 52 years. years. 62, yeah. 52, yeah. 52 years. years, Sorry. So, and it started then, and uh, there were um, a lot of... Uh, there was a lot of attention. It was uh, uh, the, uh, the the book *Silent Spring* had come out. We we you know we, we did a lot of things on the surface to help clean up uh, the most obvious effects of uh, of uh, our own uh, uh, existence and uh, and uh, neglect of the planet. But um, now you know now we have a different problem. We we may have affected the entire climate for the uh, <laughs> going forward, and uh, and uh, that could be uh, uh, an issue. Uh, let's you know let's let's get up and take a walk. Let's, let's let's go. Let's let's do that, George. You you, are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. All right, let's let's take a walk over here. You can go on into the vault here and uh, get this thing cranked up. And um, you see any good news there at all?
2: Yeah, well, I'm noticing that uh, Chase Bank is partnering with a uh, with a company to add electric vehicle charging stations to 50 of its uh, U.S. branches by 2023. There you go. That sounds F- good.
0: 50 charging stations. From yeah, one of the ca- biggest financers of yeah. fossil fuel. That's right. And they've <laughs> got a lot more branches than that. So yeah, we need you more than 50. So, so that they're getting you know free publicity. That's not not nearly enough. But and then they're going to open up some more acres to drillers. Yeah. Um. Uh, but charge them higher fees. So we uh,
2: for the state for the national park for you national you lands. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So. You know, um, all right. You know, there's some things happen, but uh, we're thinking maybe this could be the last resort. Okay. On a
2: good note, the state's passed a budget of 4.2 billion towards uh, environmental infrastructure improvements, which I think is a good thing and uh, address the issues of climate change. And
0: we've got the. Oh, no, we're going to cool the uh, the uh, machine down now. Let it. Uh, oh God, it's warm. Is not it? Feeling
2: it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's overworked.
0: <laughs> it's overworked. So. Uh, <laughs> You know uh, I, I, I tell you the, uh, in any event the, um, the reason the state has the money, and, and I want to want to point this out to people. The reason the state has the money to do this sort of stuff, and the local governments have the money to do things. Um, um, the, the town I, that I the village that I live in has uh, uh, extra money and, and doesn't have to raise taxes and is able to do some some uh, environmental stuff is because the federal government has um, been very generous in the past year. And uh, is actually doing its job, and, and uh, so uh, the, you know, elections matter. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 uh, uh, they're able to cut the gas tax. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, the states are able to do that because they have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't they're not not they were not getting clipped. In any event, let's uh, let's listen to the uh, to the Eagles. One of my, the it's a sad song, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's called "The Last Resort." And it's about uh, what we do uh, to uh, the world around us. And uh, the refrain that gets me is call somebody someplace, call someplace paradise, kiss it goodbye. Because uh, once it becomes popular, we come in and ruin it. Here's the Eagles.
3: Shadows hang heavy in the air. She packed her hopes and dreams like a refugee, just as her father came across the sea.
0: Seagulls, The Last Resort. You know, I love that uh, when it gets to the end there, where it, uh, he's talking about uh, uh, going to Hawaii, uh, the Haina, and he says, uh, he, uh, he's singing, and then you hear that kind of like, the, it sounds like seagulls, yeah. and it's like a Joe Walsh, uh, you know, working a guitar, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, that that, that uh, song gives me goosebumps, and uh, all right, it's off of uh, Hotel California, right?
1: Yeah, right. that's uh, the last uh, track on that
0: Yeah, album. yeah, yeah, terrific, uh, terrific uh, uh, terrific song and and a you know vision of the uh, of the uh, future we are, are building for ourselves uh, as uh, the uh, planet warms and uh, we will see the sea rise. You know there are uh, island nations that are preparing to uh, m- making plans to just close up shop and cease to exist. Yeah, you, know, uh, wow. uh, you know down uh, down down the road and the the highway that runs. <laughs> Along, uh, nobody wants to talk about this, no. the highway that runs from um, South Florida. Down to Keys. Uh, down to the Keys, the highway. They, <laughs> uh, they, they did a study a couple of years ago on what it would take to uh, make it uh, climate resilient mm-hmm. and, uh, and and uh, keep it from, uh, from uh, flooding. Yeah. Can't be done. No. No. Wow. Can't be done. So so uh, eventually, uh, if Key West is still there, you'll mm-hmm. have to take a boat or a plane. And, um, uh, and you know, we just seem to be okay with all this. Uh, so, uh, anyway, I, I don't want to... The cost hop- seems enormous for a lot of different places. Yeah, yeah, you uh, can't do... You can't, you can't do prevent,
2: a- prevent the flooding from rising, I, you know, and the thing yeah, is, like, John was... You know, go ahead.
0: So, anyway, yeah, we're talking about... And we were talking um, uh, week before... Was it last week? Last week. Last week, John Lipscomb was here, and we were talking about what happens to... Um, uh, to uh, the Hudson River, yes. six feet, and, you know, you're going to lose uh, yeah. communities all uh, up and down the river. And, uh, but, you know, a lot of us will be dead by then, and it's what we're leaving to uh, children who are still alive. And we just don't seem to, uh, to care enough. Uh, yeah. to uh, to keep it from happening. Uh, so um, uh, what's on your mind, George? You just
2: mentioned that about uh, working on things for the future, really. You know, I remember Mario Cuomo mentioned one time saying that environmentalists are unique in that they're fighting for things that they may not see the benefit of in their lifetime. Yeah. So they really are working on things not for self-interest but for the future, for the next generation. So a lot of our work is like that. It's... Yeah. It's down the road, you know. We're trying to we're trying to make the world a better place for down the road and yeah, yeah. preventing problems to not passing them on to the next generation.
0: So you want to you want to figure out um, uh, what you can do, and you can do a lot. You can you can just be mindful of what uh, what you're um, using and accomplishing, um, uh, what you're using in your daily life, your, what your footprint is, and uh, maybe just try and uh, uh, mitigate that a little bit, and uh, and then maybe you know. Push for uh, programs that will help uh, in a way. Eight four five four two nine seventeen hundred. If uh, if it's a, if it's April sixteenth, <laughs> <laughs> and if it's not, then uh, you're listening to a recording. Uh, so uh, uh, we're we're here at the wrcr WRCR.com, com, and um, uh, you know uh, I'd like to talk about the history of our a fascination with science and how we uh, believed that science was going to um, rescue us or uh, give us a bright new future. And uh, and we may have that attitude now that, oh, they'll figure something out, but uh, remember what we thought the future would be back then. So 1957, International Geophysical Year, IGY, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, it was uh, uh, a whole deal where scientists around the world were cooperating again. Uh, it was a, uh, that part of the Cold War thought a little bit. The scientists were working together. And it was all sorts of optimism uh, just prior to the, uh, the Kennedy years. And um, mm-hmm. Donald Fagan wrote a song about it in his, uh, in his album uh, on his album, The Night Nightfly, yeah. uh, IGY. Uh, Let's listen, and and listen, I think he's very clever. Listen to his optimism about, this is all going to happen, folks. It's going to be just delightful. Here's uh, Donald Fagan.
3: wheel in space while there's time The fix is in You'll be a witness to that game of chance in the sky You know we've got to win Here at home we'll play in the city I would buy the sun. Perfect weather for a streamlined world There'll be spandex jackets
0: Donald Fagan. He's uh, talking to us in this song. I mean, uh, from uh, it's called IGY, International Geophysical Year. So, the setting for the song, for the character he's singing about, or or pretending to be, is 1957. So, you hear him reference the the future, 1976. By by 1976, we'll be A OK. But the actual song is written uh, and released in 1982 part of the knife lab so then he got you know a whole bunch of dates there to remember there'll be a quiz at the end <laughs> there'll be a quiz I, I i find that fast there's another cut on that album that th- he does the same thing with the start of the kennedy years and i guess that's like uh, uh, early early 60s or or maybe uh, uh, you mm-hmm. know like a, a couple of years later and about uh, again the optimism and it takes place um, the character in that is a a guy at a party you know, uh mm-hmm. it, like kinda I guess you yeah, I imagine kind of a frat party mm-hmm. and uh, he's a young guy and he and he meets this girl uh, and uh it's called uh, the New Frontier. <laughs> it's cut you, you know, let's just do it now. You want you want well, yeah. Okay, let, let, let's uh, let's play it now. Um and, and if you while you're listening to this, if you feel like you wanna call up and talk about these these uh, songs in my my musings about them, uh, 800, no, not 800, what 845. am I, 845-429-1700, <laughs> the 800 number is to buy uh, uh, buy stock or gold or something, yeah, right.
2: this, That's there. a different <laughs>
0: anyway, so that that line is open on April 16th when we're recording this, if it's yes, not can. April 16th, you can call, but nobody's going to answer, anyway, so, so uh, give us a ring, and let's listen to Donald Fagan uh, talk about the New Frontier. Cowbell. Needs more cowbell. Donald Fagan, <laughs> The New Frontier. Uh, that song makes me giggle. I mean, hes it's literally they're having a party in a fallout shelter <laughs> because it's dad's fallout shelter. He's worried about the uh, Russians attacking, which I guess we got to worry
4: about again, again right now.
0: now. <laughs> you know, uh, and then he says the, the girl looks like Tuesday Weld, who I'm sure, Kevin, you have no idea who Tuesday Weld is. The name I've heard before, but I I've never seen. Yeah, it. I'm not sure I do. I'm sorry. You really? Well, I'm not. Well, well, she was gorgeous. But but any event, uh, you uh, get a, You know, Google her. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then you know the girl loves the limbo that he's trying to trying to pick up, and uh, and she likes Dave Brubeck, and they you know, got to have some music on the new frontier, which was uh, John F. Kennedy's um, slogan. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're headed for the new frontier for his uh, brief. Yeah, yeah, brief uh, presidency, uh, the time of Camelot, mm-hmm. they call it. And uh, now what do we got? We got build back better now, right? You know, yeah. Because we <laughs>
2: didn't didn't. I remember care. the sense it, of optimism back then. It was such a tremendous thing yeah, know, in the yeah, early yeah. 60s. Yeah, well, so.
0: somebody fixed that, though, yeah. for us. And we, you know, that, so that, that was tough. That, that's why that was such a hard time, because we went from soaring optimism to mm-hmm. just... Uh, uh, cynical, um, uh, disappointment. Uh, well, you know, here we go. Uh, yeah, in any event, we'll, we're going to, uh, we're going to keep, uh, thinking about how long ago, uh, people have, uh, uh, have been thinking about the, the, uh, the contribution of science, what mm-hmm. we do with the world, uh, how we, um, how we behave, and uh, and uh, there's another uh, song I got queued up here that I wanted to play. Uh, it's from 1971. Mm. All right, and this is um, uh, a, so- a group called Hawkwind, and all right, now this is 71. How that's like 51 years ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah 51 yeah. year. Okay, so half a century ago, and uh, and the song is "We Took the Wrong Step" years ago. Um, uh, you know, so. People were already saying back then, that was back the first Earth Day, that we were on the wrong track. And now, uh, you know, now we're, we're about to uh, watch the, uh, the oceans rise and, um, and withstand, uh, you know, pretty dramatic weather events. Essentially at our own doing. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, right. we're, 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 uh, we're, we haven't paid attention. So uh, let's, let's listen to that, and then we'll, uh, we'll uh, chat a little bit more on the other side of it. The Hawkwind, mm-hmm. we took the wrong step years ago.
3: Rays across the land. Already, nature's calling. Taking.
0: That's Hawkwind. We took the wrong step years ago. Uh, a song from 1971. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I like it. So we were, while we were tripping down uh, memory lane a little while ago, we were we talked with a, a Tuesday Weld reference in the Donald Fagen song, and I got a blank look from uh, the young man uh, Kevin Thomas over here. <laughs> so I said, you know, look her up. And uh, what was your reaction?
5: You weren't <laughs> kidding about two thousand
0: one. I would not kid about that. I mean, <laughs> she 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 was uh, she was a knockout. So I'm looking here. She's now uh, she's still alive. Now uh, seventy eight. Um. She uh uh. Well no, yeah, no She was active in uh, acting until two thousand one. So she hasn't acted for a while. It says Weld often portrayed impulsive and reckless women acting out sexually, and was nominated for a Golden Globe for *Play It As It Lays*. An Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress uh, for *Looking for Mr. Goodbar*. Oh, I remember that movie. Yeah. Oh, and she played in,
2: in *Looking for Mr. Goodbar*. Apparent. That was a good. Oh, so, so she that, was that, a teacher
0: for the deaf that
2: ended up going out to bars at night. And but and no,
0: but that her, wasn't. That, 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 was that, that was supporting actors. The main actress that was uh, yeah. what's that was yeah. Diane Keaton. Oh, Diane Keaton. Yeah, That's yeah, right, yeah. Keaton. And then uh, an Emmy Award for *The Winter of Our Discontent* in 1983. And uh, and and a Bafta. What the heck is a Bafta? Uh, that's the British Oscar. Okay, <laughs> a, b- a Bafta. For Once Upon a Time in America. <laughs> anyway, so that's a you know she's got a she's got a touch of Tuesday Weld. There you go. And and and, All right. and, uh, and uh, Susan Kerr Weld is uh, still with us, and that's that's a good thing. That's a good mm. thing. So. Um, yeah, there we go. You know, we got a little uh, we got a, a, a touch of Tuesday well. I want to play some more music. I'm having a good time here and uh the um let me find something that's not uh not too down because um here we go. All right, this is the Beach Boys. My one of my favorite Beach Boys albums is a uh, it's called uh, Surf's Up. Okay. Okay. And it's, it's 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 later. It's I think it's in the 70s or maybe it's 70. But uh there's a uh, uh about air pollution, right? Here we go.
3: Don't go near the water Don't you think it's sad What's happened to the water Our water's going bad Bye.
0: I don't think they've ever made a bad recording. I mean, uh, the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson and company, and uh, don't go near the water. I said at the beginning, the song all about air pollution. Yeah, right. It's called "Don't Go Near the Water." Don't go near the air. Doesn't have the same, uh, <laughs> the same. Uh, also, pretty much to... impossible to avoid the air. Uh, so. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's all good. And so the, the idea is that we've been, warned, we've, been warned, we've been warned. We've been warned. We've been warned. We've been warned. We talk about it. We talk about it. We keep thinking that uh, it's uh, it's going to fix itself, uh, you know. I hope I'm wrong about it. I really do. Uh, but I, I, I feel that uh, that the civilization itself is uh, is uh, at risk with the kind of things that are going to be happening, um, if and when we hit some of the tipping points we're talking about. They're talking about what it's a two degrees centigrade mm-hmm. uh, average for the for the planet, uh, you know. And they said, well, maybe. Uh, we can keep it to 1.5 in a certain, you know, uh, in a certain time frame. And, you know, what are you, you know. Uh,
2: negotiating know. is something that we have no control over. Is what yeah. Happens, you yeah. Know? yeah. yeah. So, and it's, it's it, we don't have the control over controlling nature. I mean, it's a tremendous force. You know, the difference in, in temperature makes a big difference in a lot of things that, that affect us, our food, our, our sources of water many things. So, you know, it's the sense that we're all in it together used to be something that everyone felt. I'd like to feel that everyone feels we're all part of this, that we can do this together. I mm-hmm. guess that sense of optimism is something I feel. I haven't lost it. I, I just feel that, you know, and people don't, don't necessarily invest their, their thinking into that necessarily. I'd like to see that change. I'm hoping Yeah, that, yeah. I, I see that.
0: And the thing too that the whole nihilistic is that the uh, idea that you're just thinking about you know there's there's no point right yeah,
2: yeah. or that's too overwhelming to too, yeah. to put your hand around or your mind around yeah
0: and then now, now the you know the existence of nuclear weapons and the idea that there's a a guy on the planet who says yeah I might yeah. use them yeah. you know, why not yeah. what are you gonna do about it right yeah. might yeah. push the button yeah, yeah you know I mean so uh, and then what do we do and anyway you know um again another uh, another group oh man uh who was this we had uh Ted Utz on a while back who was talking about this group um uh the guys who did beds of burning oh uh uh midnight oil midnight oil right right yeah. and and uh, and that, that when they were uh promoting that song beds Are burning uh they came out and they uh played live
2: um oh, down on Wall Street yeah I mentioned that. That's right. So, outside of the stock exchange, was that? Was that the one there? Yeah.
0: Am I playing something? Did I play something?
2: Uh, I'm hearing music. I'm hear music. I hear music coming from somewhere, Lou. Uh, not sure. <laughs> it's all right. You know, it's lovely. It's lovely. So <laughs> it, just it, let it's it go. Background music. It's a great background. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah.
0: I shouldn't be allowed near any of these machines. I really <laughs> should. But what is that? It's a. Uh, Ah, it's pretty nice. It's nice. It's a nice song. It's a lovely song. But but we're gonna um, we're gonna move on to uh, Midnight Owl, Beds Are Burning, which they wrote about the indigenous people of Australia, and then they made it all about uh, the fires and stuff. And I mm-hmm. hope I can. Uh, anyway, let's try it. Play both.
6: Broke, the blood wood and the desert oak Hold wrecks and
0: night oil beds are burning you know i mean uh, we've been such poor stewards if the planet is deciding our time is up <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe uh, maybe it's okay maybe that we deserve yeah. that who mm-hmm. knows time has come facts of fact it belongs to them let's give it back <laughs> uh, or maybe they'll just take it back whoever <laughs> you know so anyway that was a 1989 and uh, what we were saying earlier that uh, the the exxon mm-hmm. valdez had mm-hmm. uh, fouled up uh the coast of uh the uh, gulf coast yeah. uh, no 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 it was uh alaska Ala- alaskan oh, gulf right, right. and uh and uh, they uh, put a a flatbed truck with uh midnight oil on the back huge amplifiers and uh drove it up on um on uh, sixth avenue okay uh and pointed the speakers at the exxon headquarters so good, so. and rattled the windows at rockefeller center <laughs> so, and which was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. I remember our friend Ted Utz, who was uh, the GM at um, WNEW FM at the time. Uh, they broadcast the concert live. Oh. You know. So yeah. you know uh, that was a it was a fun act of um, of uh, defiance. I remember I I uh, sent my all I did was I took my car credit card and I I had an XR credit card I cut it up <laughs> and mailed it back to them right and oh man I got. All kinds of apologetic letters and stuff like that. They were. It really, it really hurt them. But you know what were we doing? We were going. To, we were changing oil companies. You know, yeah. it, it was. Yeah. Uh, the, it was them or another oil company. Mm-hmm. We weren't uh, changing policy. We weren't changing policy. And, and and I get it. I get it. That's yeah. what the, the the world runs on fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. I I get that. We but we have to stop going down that road. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's right. like you know I'm addicted to uh, to uh, heroin, and the heroin dealer is. Um, is is giving us a hard time the idea is not to find another heroin deal the idea is maybe to get, <laughs> get off, off heroin. Heroin. <laughs> yeah. you know uh, so uh that's uh, that's my uh, that's my terrible analogy for that uh so there, there we go you know 1989 uh, uh beds are burning we've got reverend billy coming up uh and, and the uh, church has stopped shopping uh, they've got a new uh, episode out. You, uh, you got a uh, is is it growing on you, George? Yeah, a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. He's something else, you know. Um, it's an
0: acquired taste. It's an
2: acquired taste. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'd like to take his issues and bring them down locally. So maybe in our last half hour, we can talk about some of the things that he's uh, he's interested yeah, he's, in. In a larger sense, you know, it's it's really uh, what's happening here too. So it's this. Uh, he has a bigger view of things, obviously. He has a
0: bigger view, and he's he's very uh, very much into. Um, uh, civil disobedience yes. and and, uh, and uh, big gestures and uh, you know he's not uh, he's not sitting down for a conversation he's uh, he's preaching at them you know yeah and and uh, and I get it and I uh, I understand a lot I agree with most of what he says yeah I don't think you can argue with it I really don't think you can um, if you're taking the big view mm-hmm. um, if, if if you're taking the view you know of these uh, island nations who mm-hmm. say you know They've got pl- them putting together plans for, you know, what do we do? We turn out the lights, and when we leave, I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. these places will become uninhabitable with mm-hmm. with rising sea level, uh, and uh, and our coasts, and uh, you know, I don't think Florida's going to be a, a particularly great place. Mm-hmm. No. I really don't. No. I I, I, uh, I used to live down there. I think Florida's going to uh, going to have some serious serious problems, but, especially with a saltwater incursion and yeah. in fresh water, and and. Uh, and all that i think uh um, the coast of the atlantic coast is going to be in difficult trouble uh the um uh the hudson river here uh, you can right. you, you can kiss uh uh, well, probably Stony Point, where you're from, George. You could probably kiss a goodbye in, well, the, in, in
2: the, forty years. John John Lipscomb from River Caper was mentioned last week. Yeah. He had a choice of either fortifying or retreating, and, and some some landscapes are just not suitable for retreating because the the mountains being there don't really give any place for the water to go. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like you can do that everywhere, and, and certainly on an island, you're you're limited in terms of where
0: and you can't, you can't fight, go anywhere. You can't fight on all fronts. So surely you yeah. could you could fortify Manhattan Island. Yeah. But, um, uh, and you know, you got the palisades on the other side, and you could, you know, there's, th- there's things you can do. Right. But um, there's whole sections. I mean, there's parts of the South Shore of Long Island. Yeah. because becomes
2: very expensive to, to yeah. look at every individual piece to fortify, too.
0: Certainly, but, Kiss uh, Fire Island, mm-hmm. Dubai. Um, uh, it's, you know, and, and, that, and the, the Great South Bay down in, uh, yeah. south of uh, Long Island. Average depth, I think, is only like three feet. I mean, it's it's right. it's got deep parts, right. but it, but it's got vast, very
2: shallow areas
0: yeah. that are very very shallow, yeah. right. and uh, and that can uh, that can uh, that can be well, if the barrier island is breached, right. then it's just uh, it'll be. Um,
2: the wetlands become overcome, and it's also yeah, a breeding uh, ground for fish and lots of other purposes too. The way it is now.
0: So you know, we gotta. You know, well, we gotta. We yeah. uh, we don't have to do anything. We can just uh, s- sit by and watch <laughs> it happen. <We> can <laughs> sit on our hands and wait and wait for uh, the uh, inevitable doom to arrive. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, that's that is what it is. So that you know, we're we're talking about that. We want to raise uh, awareness and and get you thinking about it. Listen, right. uh, you know, um, it's not going to happen this weekend um uh or next weekend but it's it, it's coming down the road and if we don't change our uh our attitudes uh, about things and just keep going on the way we're going like it's never going to change then it's going to fray and come apart especially with the uh the electric grid uh uh all that stuff anyway uh, uh, I'm, I'm i'm going on and on i'm i'm, I'm uh i'm I'm um, uh, blabbering, aren't I? Ramblin' man. Right? Ramblin' man. <laughs> Ramblin' gambling man. So you know well, Let's uh, so let's do this here. Let's um, go to you know. Remember Gary Newman, the uh, Cars. In, da 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 da. da yeah, right. Yeah. So that's what it, all, the only thing I knew knew him for. Then he came out recently with this very well received album, uh, which is uh, all about. Him singing from the point of view of the earth, mm-hmm. uh, kind of scolding us for what we've done mm-hmm. and what's going to happen next. And um, this is a this is a theme, you know, uh, in music, and it's been for a long time. But uh, this uh, this stuff is kind of it's kind of like heavy metal ish. You up for that?
7: <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go? go. All
0: right, here we go. All right, this is a uh, uh, let's do when the world comes apart. Gary Newman. Thank
4: <laughs> you.
0: The album "Savage Songs from a Broken World" uh, when the world falls apart. Uh, 2017, fairly recent work by him and very well received. This is WRCR, WRCR.com. You're listening to Tough Times with Lou Young. I'm Lou Young here with George Petanovic and Kevin Thomas. Mm-hmm. <coughs> <coughs> <Yep>. Wow! <laughs> Top of the hour. Let's uh, let's uh, ident- I guess we did an ID right. Yeah, you pretty much did it. Yeah, so uh, that, that works. What, 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 uh, what tipped you off that I did the ID?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I didn't do the ID. <laughs>
0: all right, let's, let's go to church with Reverend Billy. What do you say? All right? Sounds good. Okay, all right, here he goes. This is the Church of Stop Shopping, Reverend Billy, and uh, uh, you got about a uh, half hour of this. Uh, original music, it's mesmerizing. Uh, give it a listen. And let us know what you think about it uh, afterwards. 845-429-1700. This is WRCR. Stand by for Reverend Billy Eco Riot Radio. All right. Oh yeah. I'm. You know. I got to. start that. I got to do it.
4: And
5: welcome to Earth Riot Radio. I'm Reverend Billy here talking to you from the Earth Church in New York. We will endeavor in the next half an hour to discover a new kind of activism. Defending the Earth, can we do that together? Is that a worthwhile task? All right, let's go. We have a wonderful success that has taken place an example to us. We have a successful vote, a new union, at the Amazon company. And we had a hand in being a part of rallies with Chris Smalls, and he'll talk to us in a moment. We have a kind of passivity. We're paralyzed. We are inundated with advertising and all sorts of forces that keep us passive. So we have to fill the bodies we've got here with that raging, evolving earth. Am I right? Can we do that? Well, it sounds impossible sometimes, but we've got to rise up. We've got to rise up. The earth expects us to, I think because we can feel it inside of ourselves and what do we have inside ourselves we have the earth here we're made of the earth that gives us all the motivation we need we've got the seed we've got the the wisdom passed down through the millennia we've got the evolution so here we go we're going to talk to some activists we're going to share the good news and the bad news that we have found out this week from the news from the natural world with Sophie D. and I want to just say thank you for being with us and somebody give me an hallelujah <laughs>
7: first mansion in Medina, Seattle, and also uh, the Amazon headquarters in Seattle, Washington as well. Our latest travels was about a month ago. We were in Alabama and Bessemer standing in solidarity with those uh, workers down there that are trying to unionize and also uh, standing in solidarity with the union leaders, the union reps that have been organizing the workers uh, to unionize for the first time in American history. This last year, pretty much once again just trying to build as much support as possible my goal is to try to get you know any facility unionized but uh definitely want to start in new york as well at my former facility um so my journey continues tell us a little bit about why you feel it's important that amazon workers uh become unionized what are some of the issues you face as an employee of amazon and and what are employees facing now that will cause them to want to organized and what union is organizing them? I worked at Amazon since 2015. Um, I opened up three buildings for them. Um, I got promoted in my first year. So I was a supervisor or an assistant manager for the last four years at Amazon. And what I did notice that the systemic racism that exists, um, I applied for promotion about 49 times and I was denied every last one of them for no apparent reason. I was a good employee, came to work every day, Um, You know, I took all the courses, the classes, passed them with flying colors. I did everything I could to get promoted and I I never understood why until after I was terminated. But when it came to health and safety concerns, uh, Amazon disregarded that uh, when COVID-19 came into play. That that really uh, was the tipping point for me to take my stance. When coronavirus came into play, that's when I realized that uh, this company is neglecting us workers because they wanna keep business as usual. And obviously Jeff Bezos accumulated $90 billion in the midst of the pandemic. That told me right there that um, they had to exploit a class of people. My action against them now is to try to stop that systemically, whether it's be uh, through the elective officials, implementing some laws that protect workers or unionizing on the outside from within or from the outside as well. We're trying to organize workers to have the courage to start their own workplace committee.
5: What do people gotta do? Bees dance and drum, drum with their wings and their waggling bodies and their their stomping feet and fill the balls of paper called hives with perfume. This all directs the female bee swarms to fly into the next valley around the barn, over the hill, through the forest to a flowering tree. What people gotta do? The humans need to follow those bee directions. Learn that language. They dance and percuss and inhale the mist from their homes in the trees and run off. Fly off in the direction that swarm has gone is where we gotta go. Face the richest man on the world and his hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lobbyists and lawyers. Actual transformation can do anything. Can make new worlds. We've got to change, people. We can experience something actual. Probably, if it's actual, it's probably good at this point. Actual guilt. Actual change. Movement, flight. Where do we land? In a stream of caribou with the urge to go north into the tundra for the spring to understand the wisdom of flying a thousand miles, finding a cave to sleep for months, the unforgettable need to rut and feed and move and fly and enter the soil and burst up in the spring for more of this life face the richest man in the world change him change all the structures that issue from him this thing called life we got it in us it's powerful by itself if you just make it actual let it be actual it rises up in our bodies and we re-enter this going, this going, this movement these cycles of death and deliverance Death and deliverance, down and up, move across into the next valley.
8: Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. The world has less than three years to turn the tide of relentless fossil fuel consumption, according to the latest intergovernmental panel on climate change working group three report released this week. The world can possibly meet its climate targets, but the window of opportunity is rapidly closing. In short, greenhouse gas emissions must peak before 2025 at the latest if we are to avoid the worst impacts. Carbon emissions then also must be slashed by at least 43% by 2030, while methane would also need to be reduced by about a third. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres had these words. Climate activists are sometimes portrayed as dangerous radicals, but the truly dangerous radicals are the countries that are increasing production of fossil fuels. Investing in new fossil fuels infrastructure is moral and economic madness. Some government and business leaders are saying one thing but doing another. Simply put, they are lying, and the results will be catastrophic. The 2800-page report documents a litany of broken climate promises by governments and corporations. Russian soldiers who seized the site of the Chernobyl nuclear disaster are reportedly suffering acute radiation sickness. According to locals, Russian troops occupying the land of the Chernobyl nuclear power plant were rushed across the border to a special medical facility in Belarus after exposing themselves to dangerous levels of radiation. There have been reports of Russian troops digging trenches and driving through a highly irradiated area near Chernobyl called the Red Forest without appropriate protective equipment. Speaking to Reuters, two Ukrainian Chernobyl employees said the unprotected soldiers stormed through the area in armored vehicles and describe their behavior as suicidal. Military action in the Chernobyl zone has been a constant worry since the beginning of the Russian invasion, with many scientists explaining that it could pose a danger to both people and the environment. Deep in a Panamanian rainforest, bird populations have been quietly declining for 44 years. A new University of Illinois-led study shows that 70% of understory bird species declined in the forest between 1977 and 2020 and the vast majority of those are down by half or more. Many of these are species one might expect to be doing fine in a 22,000 hectare national park that has experienced no major land use change for at least 50 years. Loss of birds from any habitat can threaten the integrity of the entire ecosystem. In the neotropics, these birds are key seed dispersers, pollinators, and insect consumers. Fewer birds could threaten tree reproduction and regeneration impacting the entire structure of the forest, a pattern shown elsewhere after major bird declines. Almost half of the world's birds live in the neotropics. Monkeys love boozy fruit. Scientists analyzed the ethanol content of fruit eaten by spider monkeys in Panama and found that the fruit regularly contained between 1 and 2 percent alcohol. The researchers also collected urine samples, most of which contained secondary metabolites of ethanol. Researchers doubt that the monkeys feel the inebriating effects of alcohol that humans appreciate. They're probably not getting drunk, scientists said, because their guts are filling before they reach inebriating levels. Human ancestors may also have preferentially selected ethanol-laden fruit for consumption, given that it has more calories. A new study by a team of psychology and linguistics researchers shows that we tend to prioritize men when referring to people in general. The concept of a person or people is, despite its definition, not gender-neutral when it comes to how we use these terms. The findings, which are reported in the journal Science Advances, are based on an analysis of more than 630 billion words drawn from Internet web pages, using artificial intelligence tools to measure what words mean based on how they are used by millions of individuals. Many forms of bias, such as the tendency to associate science with men more than women, have been studied in the past, but there has been much less work on how we view a person, says April Bailey of NYU. Our findings show that even when using gender-neutral terms, we prioritize men over women. Deserts may seem lifeless and inert, but they are very much alive. Sand dunes in particular grow and move and according to a decades-long research project, they also breathe humid air. New research shows for the first time how water vapor penetrates powders and grains. The wind flows over the dune and as a result creates imbalances in the local pressure, which literally forces air to go into the sand and out of the sand. So the sand is breathing like an organism breathes. That breathing is what allows microbes to persist deep inside hyperarid sand dunes, despite the high temperature. Scientists have found that on average, people who grew up in the countryside have a better sense of direction than people who grew up in cities. People generally orient themselves better when confronted with topographies close to those traveled during childhood. They are better at navigating great distances if they come from rural areas and better on a grid plan if they grew up in a city with right angles. In England and Wales, more than 99% of rapes reported to police do not end in a conviction. This is the result of a criminal justice system that makes prosecuting rape extremely rare, lengthy, and difficult. Cases take on average 817 days to reach court, and 63% of cases are closed because the victim has given up on the process and withdrawn from it. This information is now publicly available and searchable through New Justice scorecards published by the United Kingdom government. In a rare emergency move, the U.S. government temporarily declared a northern Nevada toad, the Dixie Valley toad, endangered this week, saying a geothermal power plant in the works could result in its extinction. The emergency listing goes into effect immediately and will continue for eight months while more permanent protections are considered for the toad at the only place it is known to exist in the world. It marks only the second time in 20 years the service has listed a species as endangered on an emergency basis. It wasn't immediately clear how the toad's listing might affect construction of the power plant about 100 miles east of Reno. The Dixie Valley toad lives in wetlands around hot springs next to the construction site. Other species listed as endangered on an emergency basis over the years include the California bighorn sheep in 1999, stellar sea lions in 1990, and the Sacramento River winter migration run of Chinook salmon and the Mojave Desert tortoise, both in 1989. A disbelief in human evolution was associated with higher levels of prejudice, racist attitudes, and support of discriminatory behavior against blacks, immigrants, and the LGBTQ plus community in the U.S., according to a University of Massachusetts study. Similarly, across the globe, in 19 Eastern European countries, 25 Muslim countries, and in Israel, low belief in evolution was linked to higher biases within a person's group, prejudicial attitudes towards people in different groups, and less support for conflict resolution. And now the sounds of extinction. NASA's Perseverance rover, which has been surveying the surface of Mars since February 2021, has for the first time recorded the acoustic environment of the Red Planet. These sounds fall within the human audible spectrum, between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz. They reveal that Mars is quiet, in fact so quiet that on several occasions the scientists thought the microphone was no longer working. It is obvious that apart from the wind, natural sound sources are rare. The research shows that the speed of sound is lower on Mars than on Earth. More surprising is that there are actually two speeds of sound on Mars, one for high-pitched sounds and one for low frequencies. Sound attenuation is also greater on Mars than on Earth. All these factors would make it difficult for two people standing only five meters apart to have a conversation. And they are due to the composition of the Martian atmosphere and the very low atmospheric surface pressure which is 170 times lower than on Earth. This recording was made by the SuperCam instrument on NASA's Perseverance Mars rover on February 19, 2021, about 18 hours after landing on the mission's first Sol, or Martian day. The rover's mast holding the microphone was still stowed on Perseverance's deck, and so the sound is muffled, a little like the sound one hears listening to a seashell or having a hand cupped over the ear. Just a little wind can be heard and hear the sound of the surface of Mars, the red planet.
5: And so, you and the East River Park activists are very sensually and soulfully involved right now with a group of cherry trees. Can you just tell me, tell the audience here about what's going on?
9: Sure. There's there's a lot uh, a lot to know about it actually, um, but there's also not It's also quite simple. Um, What's happening uh, down here on the Lower East Side is something that has happened over and over again throughout history, all over the world, which is a struggle for land and a struggle to protect land and who has a right to exist on the land. And What's what's happening is that the the city is moving in to take about a 50-acre park uh, called East River Park, and they want to demolish it. And they have already clear-cut over 500 mature, healthy trees. This project is being done in the name of flood protection, but uh, New Yorkers uh, New Yorkers know this is a land grab and being, is a, it's just a big real estate scam. Um, that's the simple way to put it. And we, they have already cut down and demolished, uh, like I said, over 500, 500 trees and demolished about 25 acres of parkland. And it's lower Manhattan's only large open green space for people to go. Um, and the clear cutting began this past December. Um, And then there was a pause. And now the city is gearing up again to begin chopping down between 30 and 50 trees, including mature cherry trees in the area of Coiler's Hook. Um, There was a massacre there of indigenous peoples in 1643. Um, And there's a community effort to protect the land and to remember the cycle of violence and the soil remembers and to do what we can to bear witness and and to, to use our bodies to form another body of land protectors. And in the beginning when they started cutting the trees down, they began doing it while there was a state judge had a temporary restraining order because there was a pending lawsuit against the city to halt all the work. And the city actually, the DDC went in and told the 7th Precinct, oh, go ahead, let them continue. There is no temporary restraining order. So once the trees were being cut, violating this this order, community members, uh, I'm sorry, the the lawyer um, that was representing community members fighting to protect the park uh, went back to that judge and said, look, they're still cutting the trees and violating this order. And the judge issued the temporary restraining order again and said, yes. And clarified, said yes, this is what I'm saying. It is a it is a restraining order. And it was a lawsuit, what's called alienation. And it's a law that says that
5: now if someone should hear this radio or a podcast uh, and they're interested in coming down to Corlier's Hook uh, or join join an action that is upcoming, tell us where they should find that information.
9: Yes, well, uh, community members are actually gather every single day uh, at one o'clock, uh, and we're going to gather. We have been gathering at Coiler's Hook Park, Lenape Hoking, at one o'clock. It's Cherry Street and the FDR, and people could find updates. There's a, a community effort, social media. It's called One Thousand People, One Thousand Trees. Uh-huh. Um, and that's where you could find daily updates what's happening um, but we this is a call to all New Yorkers to come join community members on the Lower East Side to oppose ecocide and defend the land and people are gathering every single day at 1 o'clock uh, down Sarah Wellington
5: thank you for taking the time I know that you ran around to squeeze us in and, and thank you for doing that today bless you and Earth,
9: Earthalia. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you, Billy. See you soon. See you down at the hook.
5: There. See you down at the hook.
9: Okay. Amen. Bye.
5: And now it comes time to say goodbye and issue some very strategic precision thank yous. Because so many people made this possible. I seem to be just really lucky, blessed to have these people here in New York making this half hour every week with me. Community is what a church is. I'm sure the etymological stem, the ancient sounds that started the word church, ecclesia, it's a gathering. And that's what we have to do to create some kind of transformation. A spiritual journey that we make together back into that ecosystem. Back into the long grass, prairie, and the alpine meadow, and the coral reefs, and the mangrove swamps, and the wetlands, and the forests, and the meadows. And we've got to find our way back to this glorious place that we we live in. That we're blessed with. And now we're trashing it, aren't we? And we're utterly passive in the face of knowing that these criminals and the oil companies and the big banks, knowing that they're financing this, they're doing this openly. They have all the information. The science is clear. They think it's... Uh, I don't know what they think it is. I don't know what they're thinking. It's not necessarily our job to know what they're thinking. We know what we believe, and that's the Earth is alive. The Earth is a conscious being. The Earth is our our power. It's in us. It's outside of us. It's expressing in no uncertain terms it's, super storms and wildfires and heat waves and the earth is in an uprising and we've got to do that with with her we've got to rise up too but we are hypnotized we are down here in these 10,000 per day that's what the studies tell us 10,000 advertisements go into our heads every day So we're beset with a kind of consensual hypnosis. And we remain paralyzed. When we can see right in front of us the people doing what they're doing to the earth, we can't rise up. but We will find a kind of secular spirituality. The earth is going to give it to us. The earth will guide us, give us instructions. And we will create a new kind of activism for the earth. I want to thank Salvatry D, News from the National World. I want to thank Reverend Dr. Jeanette Wilson and Chris Smalls at the Rainbow Push Coalition. The Stop Shopping Choir with her song Flying. Sarah Wellington from Save the East River Park here in New York. Trying to save those trees from from the chainsaws. Until next week, this is Reverend Billy, Earth Riot Radio, here at the Earth Church.
7: Earth, Hallelujah!
0: Wow, Reverend Billy outdid himself this week, huh? <laughs> this church has stopped shopping. I mean, it grows on you. It's, it's just mesmerizing. And, and the idea that uh, Bill Talon, that's Bill talon is uh, his name, uh, and he became... Uh, or he embodied this Reverend Billy character of his <laughs> some twenty years or more ago, and uh, it started out as a as kind of a goof. You know, he would wear the collar and and uh, use the trappings of uh, evangelical Christianity uh, for um, for let's say leftist uh, uh, ideology. But along the way, became enamored with uh, the climate uh the eco- e- ecological uh, disaster we're facing mm-hmm. and um you know in living with that character he has become and, and i have to tell you this i have long conversations with him mm-hmm. he's become something of a spiritual person and a genuine preacher uh for the gospel of an unknown god uh, uh, it's um it's odd. It, it, it's strange. In, in many ways, he's he's much more uh, uh, spiritually in tune than a lot of people who mm. uh, who uh, claim to be claim to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to say it. I, I'm telling you, uh, uh, the guy has got uh, got uh, a wave in the air. I don't know, you know, where it lands, but it's a wave in the air. So, um, yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, that's that. Uh, that's why I, I, I find it uh, fascinating, and uh, why we play his uh, his performance, uh, his uh, mm-hmm. uh, Earth Riot Radio every uh, every Saturday because uh, I think it's uh, worth listening to. And and the news from the natural world, Savitri D very well researched mm-hmm. uh, material from uh, the um, uh, Center for Biodiversity and a number of other uh, uh, sources that she has. Uh, you could tell that she knows what she's talking about. Uh, that uh, they're married, uh, Sabatree D and mm-hmm. uh, and Bill Talon, and have a an atta- have a connection to Rockland County here. Remember we talked about yeah. that, right? Right, uh, Garnerville. Garnerville. They, mm-hmm. they, um, uh, um, Salvatry's mother, um, oh God, yeah, you know, Church Greer. Kind of, Greer yeah. her last name. She was a, she was a yeah, big yeah. environmentalist, and she had kind of like a a, a, a hippie. Um, gathering place that Timothy Leary used to come to here uh, in Garnerville, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Savitri actually, you know, spent part of her childhood here. And then uh, the mom uh, uh, was uh, offered a uh, mom and dad were offered a uh, a gig in uh, Taos, New Mexico, where they they set up a an ashram or something that's still there <laughs> and 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 you look up you look them up and they're still very well thought of mm-hmm. and uh and i think they still own the property here and uh t- and uh, bill and uh Savitri actually lived in the in the place in garnerville for a while but got tired of <laughs> being stuck in traffic on the west side highway when they went down to new york so, <laughs> so they're in brooklyn now <laughs> anyway that's a long way around that so uh, it's and so we were listening to that the sounds of Mars. Right, I thought right. that was the coolest part.
7: Um yeah, I think it's uh I think it's interesting that, like how how would if you if
1: you if if two people are on Mars and they're trying to have a conversation yeah. it must be the weirdest.
0: Well, first of thing. all you you'd be well there's not enough air and you <laughs> right. but 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 the, the theory, theoretically right. the, theory of it, the theory of it is that um, th- uh, what she was saying is that the uh, sound travels at, at different speeds depending on the frequency. Mm-hmm. So if you say something...
2: It's made up of different frequencies.
0: Right. The high frequency in your voice would go one speed and the low <laughs> frequency would go another. You could listen to music. <laughs> what wow. would that
4: sound like?
0: It would arrive later. You know? yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe a couple of seconds later. <laughs> ah, but
0: I'll bet you the art of working with that... <laughs> phenomena would, would create some interesting effects
2: yes you wouldn't recognize the song I don't think martian music to <laughs> eleven.
0: there we a go whole album of martian a whole music. album yeah i'm telling you uh it's an interesting world so um you know i don't know we're, we're uh we're uh we're almost <laughs> we're almost finished with this one maybe we could start on mars next i was telling uh I was telling George about Kim Kim Stanley Robinson is a a science fiction author. He wrote a uh, three-volume set called Red Mars, Blue Mars, Green Mars, or maybe it's Green Mars and Blue Mars. I forget which one it is. And uh, it's about people going to Mars and colonizing it. And it takes place over 100 years. And, um, uh, you know, Hmm. the idea that... that, uh, there would be people who would want to keep Mars mm-hmm. the way it is, and mm-hmm. then people who would want to change it, terraform it, mm-hmm. make it into a, a version of Earth, mm-hmm. and uh, and clearly that's uh, that's part of uh, the plans. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, but we've got problems here now. All right, mm-hmm. yeah, eighty uh, percent of our fresh water mm-hmm. is locked up. You know where it's locked up, right? Mm-hmm. In the ice cap. In the ice cap. Yeah. In uh, Antarctica.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so it's uh, you know, as so. Two shelves recently broke off, mm-hmm. um, and those were shells that hung out over the ocean. Rather large ones. Yeah, yeah, and these mm-hmm. were large shells, but they, but but they're fairly minor events, and they they were um, traced back to uh, plumes of uh, of a warm air from the Pacific uh, that uh, that occurred this century mm-hmm. and wore it down. And, and you know, there's a, a number of things happen. It, it, it you get some surface melting. The water goes into the ice. Mm-hmm. The ice becomes pliable. The, the ocean movement allows it to rock the ice, mm-hmm. and then eventually Break it breaks off. And mm-hmm. then once right. it breaks off, it kind of drifts into warmer water and then eventually slowly melts. Uh, but the, the really, really thick um, ice cap that's over the continent itself, um, that theoretically could uh, begin to slide at some point. And if that ever made the big move, uh, we're living on a different planet. Yeah. yeah. Little water world. Remember that, that that terrible movie? Yeah,
2: it would cause, and that would that, that would happen. That would cause quite a uh, increase in the uh, in the um, height of the of the tide of the, of the water. So otherwise.
0: we're yeah, and and we're talking about even even with the moderate um, uh, issues we're having now with. Greenland uh, mm-hmm. and and the op- the opening of the reopening of the Northwest Passage or the opening of the Northwest Passage in, in the Arctic Ocean mm-hmm. and the uh, ice um, shelves in Antarctica. Even with with that minor uh, bit of um, of uh, ice entering into the mm-hmm. oceans, we're talking about six feet, conservatively, mm-hmm. by the end of the century. Mm-hmm. All right, now, yeah, that's 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 seventy eight years from now. Mm-hmm. It's not that far, mm-hmm. and, right. and, and six feet's a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And like I always say to, to uh, George, goodbye, goodbye, Stony Point. <laughs> <laughs> not that I got anything against Stony Point. It's a lovely community. Yes, it's a lovely community. The waterfront. All right, so um, mm-hmm. we're going to play you a little uh, warning here. Uh, this is this is actually kind of a bit of a stretch because the recorded warning is in uh, a riverbed out west uh, for a flash flood. But you get the idea. Mm -hmm. And then um, after that, you'll hear um, from our friends uh, in uh, Westchester County, a band called Heathcote Hill. Mm. And they have a a song called The Rising Sea, which I I think is really uh, appropriate. So here we go. Uh, Listen to The Warning and Heathcote Hill.
10: going my way, and as God is my witness, did we ever believe, better find some dry land and a place we can send, turn your face to the rising sea. from blowing can't blame the fire for its smoke can't blame the temperature rising something basic is broke can't fault the forest and rivers we just did as we pleased better fire dry land and a place we can stand, turn your face to the rising sea.
0: Heathcote Hill, the rising sea, you know, that, and um, where, where Heathcote Hill is, is uh, right on the um, Long Island Sound, or a little bit in, maybe a few hundred yards in from the Long Island Sound, a high point where a Revolutionary War skirmish was fought between the uh, British and uh, the Americans, us, and uh, there's a little, little plaque there and stuff, <laughs> and uh, Tom uh, Nelson lived near there. And uh, wrote uh, some songs, uh, six albums worth. Uh, passed away uh, just a year ago, almost exactly a year ago. Anyway, that that's uh, that's uh, the, the the song, the rising. Sea. and I, you know, I didn't really. He didn't really talk about his awareness of climate change. Uh, you know, uh, uh, much. We talked about other stuff, but uh, he's got a couple of songs in there that show that he was very aware of it, and. Um, we all should think about it we all should be uh, you know give it uh, give it some thought um, so uh, anyway you guys like that
1: mm-hmm. pretty good yeah pretty good
0: pretty good that's um uh, megan uh, uh, Megan uh, pocaro is the uh, singer beautiful voice mm-hmm. she mom mom in Manick mm-hmm. you yeah. know she's <laughs> And uh, you know they they made the music, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. Apparently, and the weird thing is they get uh, they get airplay on alternative radio stations around the country oh. and around the world. Okay. and they're apparently unusually popular in Ireland. Oh, uh. <laughs> that's <laughs> which, pretty cool. Which yeah, it is cool, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, you can't take that to the bank. But. Uh, <laughs> But it's, uh, it's still
5: a- just to have your stuff played in another country. That's, that's
0: there, there you go. Yeah, cool. you know, you know. Yeah. So there, there we go. Yeah. Um, uh, let's uh, let's let, let's go through the uh, the eco song list a little deeper here and and, and continue uh, to uh, uh, explore that that uh, genre as mm-hmm. we say. Yeah, remember Cat Stevens, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Here we go. <laughs>
1: What you want to, if you want, is you can get anything. I know we've come a long way. We're changing day to day. But tell me, where do the children play? hey, hey. children sky Scrape a still.
0: Cat Stevens, who uh, now goes by the name Yousef. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, is still with us. Seventy-one years old, lives in Dubai in the uh, United Arab Emirates, and uh, you know the backstory on him is fascinating because mm-hmm. uh, he uh, he was hugely popular. I mean, uh, though the, the, you talked about that album "T" for the Tillerman, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was the, the set, that was the second album, it was. and he was just I- I- immensely popular, extremely talented. Uh, the The music videos. Um, uh, still resonate even today. They, they're uh, they're very, very effective. And uh, in 1968, he uh, he kind of hit the wall. He was suffering from tuberculosis, and just walked away from the um, music industry. Was it that we, early?
2: 68.
0: That's what it, that's oh. that's what it says. Yeah. Because I didn't think that album came out that early. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you think
2: about his father, about the father. Remember having not having time. Um, Father and son. Father and son. That was a good song. Father nice. and son. Yeah,
0: yeah, fifty years on. Um, in any event, uh, very, very uh, talented. I remember him uh, playing at the um, that concert uh, after 9-11 in New York. He, mm-hmm. he, he that's the first time I'd seen him perform since uh, since he stepped away, and, uh, and which was a you know which was a statement then because uh, of course he is a, a Muslim and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he needed to. Mm-hmm express his disgust with what happened yeah uh so you know uh, there you go i mean uh and that song um where did the children play mm-hmm. you know still still resonates i think mm-hmm. it's a uh, i think it's uh worth remembering mm-hmm. that people have been talking about this the whole time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um oh you know there's another one let me let me see if i can find this one. Oh yeah yeah all right just no, i'm not even gonna introduce it okay
3: What they used to be now. Oh, no. Where did all the blue skies go? Poison is the wind that blows from the north and south. And me me. oh, mercy, mercy, mercy. All things and what they used to be now on the oceans and upon our seas, fish full of mercury. Oh, oh, mercy, mercy, me. Our oh, things ain't what they used to be. Radiation underground and in the sky. Animals and birds who live near by are Oh, mercy, 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 all things and what they used to be. What about this overcrowded land? How much more be used from Mercy can she you stand
0: Marvin Mercy Mercy Me. Uh, 1971, interesting, uh, interesting story behind that, right, George? Yeah,
2: Barry Gordy didn't want him to release this. This was a very controversial album at the time. And, uh, and, and you know, it was just one of those things. He did not want to see this album come out, but Marvin Gay, you know... He insisted. It. Yeah, he insisted. And, and uh,
0: yeah. Meanwhile, can we even remember the other songs that were on the charts at that time? Uh, <laughs> I think... Um, Maybe uh, some some of the songs from Tapestry, Carol King. Would oh yeah, have yeah, been yeah, On the chart of oh thing. yeah,
2: we we're in the steeps of the of the Vietnam War. You know, it was a very you know controversial time too politically.
0: Yeah. So anyway, there, there we go. You know. So it's you know once again we you know we're uh, we're listening to the message, decoding the old messages from the uh, from the uh, <laughs> from, from the art <laughs> from the art. There we go, and. Uh, uh, oh, oh, I think it's about the same time. Let me do another one. Can I, can I do, do another one? It's your show. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's right. <Okay. laughs> so here's the doors. <laughs> Doors, Ship of Fools, and uh, that was also 1971. Mm-hmm. So uh, you good know, year for music, like huh? good music back then. That <laughs> was a good music. I was a I high was school a, years. What were you doing in 1971, Kevin?
2: <laughs> I was barely a thawed, I, I yeah. <laughs> you were a glimmer in someone's eye. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I way, was way down deep. I was a high school student, and I was in Austin High School. <laughs>
0: ah, I was right. a uh, freshman in college. Mm-hmm. So there we go. So then I, I have, I think I still have the uh, the um, record on vinyl somewhere. In, in a, um, uh, you know, I've lost that damn song I wanted to play for you guys. You, uh, you we were talking about how all the all the music was, um, uh, all the music is 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 old. Where is it? Where's is, where's is that that more recent one? Oh, here we go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they they they, they were saying, oh well, you know, we're living off the crumbs of the '60s, and, and I'm saying, no, there's good music now. And here's something. This is one that, that 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 knocks me out, and I love it. And you you, it's it's Miley Cyrus. Yeah, all right. Miley Cyrus. Here we go. Oh,
11: can you take care of her? Oh, maybe you can spare her Several moments of your consideration Leading up to the final destination Oh, the earth is calling out
0: We go. All right, Miley Cyrus. And that brings us right to the top of the hour here. And uh, thanks for joining us. Tough times with Lou Young, a lot of music. We're talking with uh, um, Shahid Naeem uh, for about a show coming up uh, uh, very soon from the uh, Columbia University Earth Observatory at Lamont Daughtry here in Rockland County. And we're uh, really, really looking forward to doing a show with him. Uh, George Padonovic, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, happy to be here, Lou. Kevin Thomas, thank you as always, my friend. Thank you, Lou. And, uh, you know, we'll wrap it up. Listen, take care of yourselves. Take care of the planet. Uh, Let's try to keep our chin up as the water rises, okay? (laughs) Take care, guys. See you next Saturday.